419 in the Southland. Yeah. You ready on a Monday afternoon? Come on. Come on, Come on sucker. Yeah. Sedato and Cap is on. Let's Bing, go. Bada bop. Bing, bada bop. Bada bop. Bing, bada bop. Sedano and Cap is on on a Mickey Ultra Reaction Monday for your LA afternoon drive takeover. There's Cappy. We got a cast of characters. Producer D's on the wheel of steel. Corporate Greg sitting in the producer seat. We got producer Lindsay Baseball live from Cleveland and the great Beto Duran who is filming me. I always like when people film me. Boy, Beto, you're having a hell of a hair day, by the way. He's got good man. hair. Looks looking good already. Sharp, man. Looking good, my man. Christopher, you're looking pretty good yourself, buddy. I see you uh, out there walking. Burning them calories, raising that heart rate. I see you all week. I'm monitoring your action. Cappy, don't try to kiss my tush because I got stuff to deal with. No tush. We're going to get to Rams. We're going to get to Lakers, Knicks. By the way, Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off tonight at 6 o'clock with Slee. 7.30, play-by-play with John and Michael. Hear it at 7.10 a.m. Or Mm -hmm. in crystal clear digital audio on the all-new ESPN LA app. Just search ESPN LA LA in your app store or Google Play. So, am I kissing your tush? I'm proud of you. I'm getting to it. Oh. That was kissing your tush. Well, you're trying to warm me up because you know where I'm going to start off. Go ahead. Okay. Although people often come at me as a villain of the COT, Mm -hmm. I'm a lover of the COT. Okay. And that's why I wanted to have a Christmas party on Friday at the Sunset Room Mm -hmm. with my COT family. Okay. And I'm still going to be there Friday night. Mm -hmm. But somebody isn't going to be there. Who's that? You. Sedano? You. No, Sedano's not going to be there. Whoa. Cappy will not be there Friday night, mm-hmm. oh. which means we can't broadcast live because we do need his equipment, his small market equipment. <laughs> we need his 100-foot Ethernet cable. But Cappy will not be at the Sunset Room Friday night. Wait, you didn't throw him a, Christmas, a birthday party? Who? Cappy, you didn't throw him a Christmas party now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to Morales? No, not throwing him a Christmas party. You didn't throw him a birthday party? That's true. I did not. I told him to step out of the si- step away. Let me handle things. He didn't do that. 421. Bad guy. Bad, Bad guy. guy. Bad so, guy. So, Cappy, why don't you explain yeah. to the COT? Hi, Cappy. Yeah. That loves you yeah. and always blames me for everything. Rightly so. Why don't you explain to them why you're not available Friday night? I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Cappy, you sound like me now. No yeah. to everything. I'm not coming. <laughs> That's why. Because it's so busy for you. Well, yeah. No, it, 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 I, I, I don't even know Cappy's schedule. I already know he's busy. Let me give you Cappy's schedule right now. He's got a lunch with the, an investor. Yep. He's got to take the Cappy cast out. <laughs> then he's got to go somewhere with Rachel, some kind of function. Right. He's got the San Diego Chamber of Commerce event. <laughs> right. um, he's the, got, co- the San Diego Kiwanis Club? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, that, that's no, big. The American Legion. And then don't, he's got to get it wrong. And then he's also got to prepare for the polar bear plunge that he's going to do somewhere. Yes. New Year's uh, Day. And then you got something with Bob Babbitt, probably. Bob right. Babbitt. Uh, um, and, oh, and then uh, you know something with the Padres. Community affairs, right? You got something there. Don't Paul. forget, better. You forgot one thing, one important thing. Four kids, three of them all home. Ah, whatever. They get about that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because that's not content for you. You're gonna oh. go and uh, you know grease the wheels, Captain. Mm-hmm. I, I see you. Sedona yeah. goes out. You're doing work, uh huh. Speaking of greasing the wheels, that was a nice picture from over the weekend with uh, Rachel. Yeah, how that how that looked. You couldn't I, really pr- see I my... printed it out and I put it up in my wall. Oh, really? You put yeah. it in your office? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you couldn't really get a, a load of my red velvet jacket that I was rocking. No. And feeling like I was styling and but, profiling. But you didn't tweet out that you couldn't make it Friday to the COT, which I asked you to do over the weekend. Well, yeah, because I wanted to wait till today. So for the lovely COT members yeah. that I love mm-hmm. and I want to spend the Friday before Christmas with, mm-hmm. I will be there Friday night. What time? Wait, didn't well, you tweet out a picture? Hey, next week at this time, we're going to be here and then, of the outside of the Sunset Room. Then Saturday morning, yeah. as I teed off at Black Gold Golf Club, mm-hmm. there was a text from Scott Kaplan. Hey, good morning. 
Hope you're golfing. Need to talk later. Oh, mm-hmm. that we need to talk. We need to talk. The old <sighs> we need to talk text. I got a we need to talk text. Recently. And then I called him when I was done with golf three times. He didn't pick up. Hey, in a meeting, here's what's going on. And on then Saturday, like two paragraphs of texting. Usually I don't get those kind of texts unless it's Lindsay Baseball. Yeah, mm-hmm. or it's not you. It's, it's Lindsay me. Baseball It's not there? you. It's not me. Lindsay yeah. Baseball. Yes, yeah. I'm here. All right. Yes, I'm here. Ooh. By the way, I just want to say that like. Cappy started like preparing us all for this when we were at Yamava at Rackham Brews on Thursday. Yeah, if you recall. Wait, what I did? I start laying the groundwork. Cappy, yes, I, I love 100% this. One hundred percent did. Cappy, you, I love you're it. a big groundwork layer. You like what? to lay it down. Right. You Wait. don't want to just give it to me. You got to lay Wait, it did down. Did anybody really think Cappy's coming out on a Friday night to LA? I was willing to get him no, car service. Doesn't matter from our friends at Jackson Limo to and from. Nah, no chance. Say right now. He was like you, you on do a helicopter. Like, Friday? Change things. You do a helicopter, it'll change things drastically. There's no way he's coming out. Are you coming out this week? That's exactly what he said. He goes, you know, I was thinking about Friday at the Sunset Room. It is the Friday before Christmas uh-huh, and uh-huh. all my kids are going to be home. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. And then we like, you know, changed the topic. And and then I think he threw it out there again. After There's that. no way. And nobody really thought he was going to go. Well, listen, Cappy. Now, this is why he's not. Uh, I was nice before all this and said, hey, don't worry about coming up this week. I know you got the family. He does a lot. I will say this. Yes, he does. Cappy more than anybody says yes to everything. And, and then, he goes to half of everything. I'd say half. No, about 60%, right, Cappy? About 60% is usually my number. I'm about a 60% not kind bad. of guy. Not bad. <laughs> you just don't want to say no. Be like me, Cappy. Say yes. no to everything. Beto, and Beto. then when you show up, it's like, oh, wow, you're here. Beto, like today's yes. show. Yes. You're exactly, exactly right. right. You're exactly right. I never... You know me. I can't You're say no guy. to anything. No, 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 no. I can't say no. No. You know? Look at you. Look, honestly, look at your life. And then I'm just like stressing out um, on, on Saturday morning. I'm like, I can't do this Friday broadcast. I just can't do it. Oh, you and, could. You just don't want to. Well, two things. Don't want to, number one. There it I'm is. being honest. That's it. Okay. One and two. Okay. Don't want to. Don't want to. And by the way, here's why. Circle of trust. Listen to me. Have we not had a phenomenal year? Phenomenal. We've had an amazing year. It's we've had so many, lately. We've had so many great events as the year has gone on. We spend a lot of time together with the inner circle of the circle. Uh-huh. And so, listen, there's going to be more big events after the new year. But as you get to the end of the year, in whatever walk of life you're in, especially the Friday before Christmas, given the traffic and the circumstances, bro, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm with you. There's no need for you to be up here. Here's my new thing. I got this bracelet. Well, to spend the Friday night with his fans might be one of them. But. Nah, 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 nah. Because, you know, when next year when you have the Beto and, and combo plate, we're all right. We're right. good. I have this bracelet the Beto that I wear. combo plate? The Beto combo plate. What is that? Well, when Sedano takes off, I'll just fill in for him. Oh. And then me and Beto and friends. Beto and Amigos. Oh, I love I that. Yeah. Beto and Amigos is No, good. don't give Cappy a reason to take off time when Sedano. Oh, no, he's off. not taking off time. Yeah. No, he's. Oh, trust me. No, he's, he's not always. He analyzes. No, I'm just that taking schedule. over. I'm just taking over in 2024. So Cappy. Hey, Chris Sedano's off that Tuesday. No, no, we don't have to deal with him anymore. You want to get rid of Cappy? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Here, here's the thing, Beto. Why I'm not? wearing this. I'm wearing this. It's a big part of what we do here. Really? No, not anymore. Yeah. Beto from, can take over. Here's the key from if, a revenue. If he, he would have shut up Friday, from yeah. a revenue standpoint, he's, he carries a big stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then why do you call him small market? Because why it's do fun. You, why are you such a bad guy to him? Because it's fun. Oh, okay. Well, then that I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Beto, I wear this bracelet. <laughs> the bracelet says WWJD. Do you know what WWJD stands for? <sighs> I'll play along. What would... What? You don't know what WWJD stands for? No. I'll play along. What would Jorge do? Jorge, Jorge in this case, is George Sedano. 
What would what would George Sedano do? See, That's, this is what this was the spin he was going to try to take. Sedano would have said no right away. <laughs> So that's what I said to him. He doesn't get your hopes up. Yeah, but also Sedano does a lot for the community too. But he does have a lot of other stuff going on. Sedano's working on Friday. But also Sedano's direct and says no. Yeah, right. Cappy dances. No, I pussyfoot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You do. I do. I'm like, what? Fred Astaire, baby. Let's go. I'm like, what? Okay, that's what we're doing? Okay, great. And then like three days later, I think about it. I go, that is a terrible idea. That is just a horrendous idea. Cappy, you're doing this for three hours today? Two hours. Oh, two hours? Yeah, only two hours. Hey, can we talk about your schedule? Oh. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, we can, but just a little later, okay? Yeah, Hold on. I was driving around a lot last week. It was catching up on the podcast. You and Mason did a great job on the combo plate. I love that you guys were trying to break down your schedule. Mason just got so irritated. <laughs> oh, I love schedule talk. But you're right, Cappy. I agree with you. Mason isn't an understanding. He knows what time he works, mm-hmm. right? He's either 1 o'clock and he's like, sometimes 12. Oh, okay, you got to be here a little early. Cappy, you don't know if you're on, you're off, who you're with. It's a struggle being the afternoon show that 12, carries everything. 1, 1 3, to 5, with 4 who? to 6. With I, mean, I don't know. Exactly. I don't and know you got to perform on. every day. You know? so they don't appreciate know. you, Yeah, but Cappy. do you want to know the truth? Tell them, Beto. Do yeah. You wanna, do yeah. you want to know the truth yeah, about no. why the combo plate exists? Because it sounds good. Well, yes, but we only care about business. So <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of things around here that don't sound good, but we get paid. <laughs> I'm going to tell you next, sucker. We're also going to talk about the Rams. Yeah. Okay? Because Cappy want, didn't think that the three of us could oh. handle two hours today, so he's got DeMarco Farr coming on oh, at 5 o'clock. Oh, look at you. Hey, Cappy, so by Donna the way. would have never and, done that. And I pulled the Cappy today. Oh, I pulled the Cappy today. We're going to get all to that. Oh, yeah. What Can't else you got, it? Cappy? I can name John. Well, I do want to talk about the Rams. So listen, the Rams are now becoming what they wanted to be. And I'm going to explain what that means. Because even though they've won a Super Bowl... That was just kind of a buy the Super Bowl as fast as you can, but the Rams are becoming finally what they really want to be. What do you think about that, Christopher? I think it's coming up in two and a half minutes on 7. 4.32 in the Southland on a Monday afternoon. The LA Afternoon Drive takeover. Shit out of a cappy. Beto's here. Woo! Producer D. Woo! Corporate Greg. <laughs> cappy in front. Woo! And on this day in 1982, the number one hit. These guys hate each other now. Daryl Hall and John Oates. We call it Maneater, Jack. Good jam right here. Yeah, why do these guys hate each other now? They're like suing each other. I know. What's the problem? Well, eventually it happens in all great pairings. Yeah. Mike and the Mad Dog. Mason and Ireland. Mike and Mike. Hall and Oates. Mike and Mike. Shit out of my cappy. The Eagles and everybody. Yeah. Oasis. You know, everybody. By the right. way, the Rams with the huge win yesterday at SoFi. We're all over it today. Fun on times yesterday. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. No, it's fine. A Mikovob Ultra reaction Monday. Mikovob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Spend all day with us. LA's mega sports station as we get you pumped for Lakers-Knicks tonight on 710. The banner, is it going up or coming down? I think it's going uh, up. But I think it unveils, so it kind of comes down. Well, no, no it's no, sort no, of the hung up, and then they, they pull down. the cover away. Yeah. The so cover. it's not going up. It's up no, there already. It's an unveiling. Yes, yeah. an unveiling. Right. I like to say unsheath. Right, Corporate Greg? Unsheath. When you right. unsheath it. It's May I unsheath just... for you? Yeah, exactly, exactly what's happening. Well, <laughs> let's do this. I'm going to get to the unveiling or the uh, the raising of the banner here in a little bit. But let's start with the Rams. Fun times yesterday, Cappy. Um, I'm telling you, I've been saying this for the last few weeks. This is Sean McVay's and his staff's best coaching job of their entire tenure with the Rams. 
And I say McVeigh and his staff because a couple of these guys have been together and coaches, lots of coaches have come and gone, become head coaches elsewhere, become offensive coordinators elsewhere. This is by far and away Sean McVeigh's best coaching job. Coming into this season, very few people, myself included, very few people thought these guys were a playoff team. I didn't. Sedano had him in nine wins. I know he did. Almost there. He did. And he's getting close. Just to smooch Coach McVeigh's bottom. Well, right. I mean, that's oh, all Coach it was. It, was. it was so not, no, I believe, in this no. team. It was, no, it was at camp. suck up to McVeigh. It was a total was suck camp. up move. No, it wasn't. To- yes, he Good, was. Okay, if it comes out where they, they win nine games to go to the playoffs, they're really... Oh, well, well, then no, Sedano's a genius. Exactly. We'll never hear the end of it. What I'm hoping for is I'm actually hoping they win ten games ah. so that I can tell him he was wrong. Oh, okay. You but know what I'm saying? They can only win two. I told everybody they were going to win nine games. I'm like, yeah, you were wrong. They won ten. So... Very few people. It was good was yesterday, Cappy. Team. It was good. Good vibe at the stadium. And even when the Washington was coming back, you didn't really think they were going to come back. Well, here's the thing. I took the Rams minus seven in the game. I laid the seven points with the Rams, Beto. Okay. It was 28-14. Mm-hmm. Now, here comes Washington that scores a touchdown, and it's 28-20. They're about to kick the PAT, and they're going to push this game. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? The Rams blocked the PAT and won the game 28-20. Well, they should have gone for two. That's what should have happened. No. Why should they have gone for two? No. Well, that's what the great Jay Feely, who was horrible on the broadcast, was talking about, that they should go for two, because why not? Well, no, here's why not. Because assuming that you kick the extra point, yeah. which should be an easy no-brainer, although you know even the Rams have had problems with that as the year has gone on. But you assume you're going to make that. Right. So you, you, t- you yeah, go 28-21, score and, and you then tie. you go for the two-point conversion he, for the win on the road. He was saying you might as well go for it there. Well, that was a bad idea Cappy, by Jay Fiedler. Do you know what the over-under was yet yesterday, right? No, tell me. <laughs> tell me it was 48. 48 on the dot. Oh, man. No, it was 48.5. No, 48, 48, 48 and a half. Yeah, yeah, the hook, yeah. there was a hook right. on there. That's right. So if you had the over, you assume the PAT is going to be there, right? Yep. Boom, blocked, lose. Yep, Talk I know. I had P- I had the Rams laying the seven points, so when they blocked that PAT, I was ecstatic that I won the game. Yeah, our friends in the desert, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. Um, but here's the thing. The, the Rams are becoming what they wanted to be, and this is what I mean by this. The Rams won the Super Bowl. We all get it. But remember, that team that won the Super Bowl, yeah, it had Matthew Stafford and it had Cooper Cup and it had Aaron Donald, but Beto, for the most part, all those guys who were role players, yeah. uh, guys who they brought in as the year went on, um, those guys are all long gone by yeah, now. Exactly, that was the F to picks team, right? It, it was the it was the we're all in team. Exactly, and you had you know? this team isn't we're all in. It's like, hey, if we sniff the playoffs and we don't make an answer, all right, we're going to battle. We don't exactly have high expectations for this team. You didn't really want to say this isn't a playoff team because you don't want to offend Sean McVay because he's a genius, right, coach? And he's showing you're right there, Cappy. He and his squad are doing a great job with it. Yesterday at the tailgates that I was at. You had people talking about Green Bay and Tampa Bay. People cared about that game because of the playoff implications for what the Rams can have. Did you see Baker Mayfield's performance? Oh, I was texting with Baker Mayfield's OC today. That's why I said I was pulling a cappy today. I also know an offensive coordinator in the NFL cappy. So yeah. I got I got a guy too. Who's the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? My guy, David Canales. I grew up with him. Nice. Yeah, he was uh, from Carson Park mm-hmm. to, to Lambeau. So I was texting with him today like because he made a dad joke on Twitter. Uh, I think Dan Orlovsky said that, that uh, Baker's cooking. I said, no, he's ba-. he tweeted that he's baking. And I was like, hey, man, good job right there. <laughs> Media loves kind of dad jokes. And so, yeah, my boy Dave Canales is the OC there. He was with Seattle for a lot of years. 
Uh, so he's there, and I'm like, you know what? I sound like Cappy right now. Texting an OC in the NFL. Yeah. I did not ask him for eight field passes. I was going to say, you should have asked him, see no, what you can do no, on the no, field. No, 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 man. no, 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 no. Not interested, huh? Uh, I, I'm not going to ask for eight, man. Well, I mean, if Tampa comes to town, you should ask him. <laughs> uh, his family actually runs a church in Carson, so there's a, the whole congregation's going, and they pay okay. for their own tickets. You know? All right. But yeah, well, so I felt listen, like... But here's the thing. So when I say the Rams are becoming what they wanted to become, here's what the Rams wanted to do when they first moved to L.A. They wanted to be the NFL brand of Los Angeles. The Rams wanted to eventually elevate to that Laker and Dodger level, okay? Uh, oh, come on. Well, you don't think that was their desire? Their desire was just to get people at the stadium, man. They would get the Coliseum and have... The Rams, when they moved to L.A., Cappy, had the Rams fans that were with them when they left. Mm-hmm. It was about finding that generation of fans who became like DeAndre, an Eagles fan, who became a Tom Brady fan, who became a, a Brett Favre fan. It was about getting those fans to buy into your team. And the first couple of years, they weren't doing it because the Rams were bad. No, Jeff but what, Fisher. But what the Rams did was is they went out and they, they put every chip they could on the table to win that Super Bowl. Yeah, and that buys the, you time. The Super Bowl was in L.A. It was at SoFi Stadium. Yes. That's why you go get a Vaughn Miller. It's why you go get an OBJ. Yes. You, you went all in to win that Super and Bowl. And it buys you time as you're it, trying to build the next generation. It did, but it, but it didn't turn everybody in L.A. into like this massive Rams fan. No, and you, you know? see that every weekend. They're well, not going to be fans. Scott, they were, they were gone for an entire generation. My no, generation, I, all my friends' kids are fans of whatever their dad is a fan of. But I get what I'm, what I'm getting at, though, is this. Is you that, make fun of the Chargers for ha- having more uh, visiting teams. It's the same thing with the Rams. There was a it, lot of Washington fans there. There's a lot of, it's the same with the Raiders. You're going to have a lot of visiting team fans every single week. You're never going to have a 99% Rams uh, stadium. You're not well, going to have is, that. But this, but this is what I'm getting at, though, okay, is that you didn't just move into town by yourself. You had to bring somebody along with you. The NFL forced the Chargers on you. So and a couple it could have been, been the Raiders, which would have been terrible for the Rams. That's, wh- that's why the NFL did not want the Raiders in L.A. Yep. Because the Raiders wanted the Rams to have the market, and they knew that the Chargers didn't pose much threat. But going into this season, this is what I'm getting at. Going into this season, the Rams were not really expected to be a playoff contender, were they? Nope. Okay. Still kind of are. How not. about the Chargers? Were the Chargers expected to be a playoff yes. contender? So a couple weeks ago, when I'm standing there on the field before the game with the Rams and the, and the Browns, and I'm talking to a Rams guy, and he says to me, because we're watching the Chargers and the Patriots that day, and he goes, I hope the Chargers lose, because if they lose, they're going to fire their coach, which they didn't. They won, and then they fired him after getting humiliated by the Raiders. But the, if those guys lose, and they fire their coach, and we win, and we're playoff contenders, think about that. what that does for us. Nobody expected us to be in this position, and that's where the Rams are Scott, right now. Scott, nobody was paying attention to the Chargers, man. You say so yourself every single week. Nobody was worried about what the Chargers were doing. Is They're doing. Come on. So so you think I'm making this up? No, I'm telling you. nobody. That coach, whoever said it to you, that's what they're thinking, maybe internally, but nobody in L.A. is worried well, about what the Chargers that, are doing. But that's what I'm telling you. They don't even you. know that, that the Chargers probably fired their coach. No, no, but this, this team Besides executive— Brian, no, you're, you're missing what I'm getting at. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, get there. I, I got there, but you're not listening to a word I'm saying. See, I, I'm good. Hey, now, hey, you feel, now you know hey, what George where, goes through. Where's Sedano? It's my show. Can I talk? Nah. It's my really. show. Can nah. I talk? Nah. No, what I'm saying to you is, is that this Rams team executive said to me, I actually want them to lose, 
and I want them to fire their coach because we're on the upswing and they're on the downswing. They were considered a playoff team at the beginning of the year. We were not considered a playoff team at the beginning of the year. Look at how we're doing. Look at how they're doing. But he halfway through the had, season, nobody really thought the Chargers were going to get there. The Rams need to win two more games before they're a playoff team. Yeah. So they're not a playoff team The Chargers team yet. were imploding. Well, they're in listen, the hunt. The, the Rams. They need to beat the Saints on Thursday night, and that's not going to be an easy football game. It's possible. It's not possible. Easy. That team's rolling right now. The Rams are doing well. They're rolling. No, they are rolling, but their not defense easy. is still shaky. Come on, Matthew's doing it. Well, Matthew might be doing it, but if your defense can't stop him, or did you have okay? If the Commanders didn't take 17 minutes on that drive right. at the goal in the red zone to score that touchdown. Who's to say they don't score another one? If Jacoby they get the ball Brissett, back? baby. Jacoby well, got Jacoby Brissett's bad. But still, no, Jacoby he Brissett, Jacoby Brissett's a guy that everybody should have traded for when everybody was desperate for quarterbacks, and he was sitting there in Washington doing nothing. Yeah, yeah Feely tried to make that point. A couple TDs again, yesterday, yeah? That the Browns would prefer him. I think they would prefer Joe Flacco, but that's just me. Well, all I'm saying I wouldn't guys know, I was is this. To Long. The Rams, again, this is back to my original point. The Rams are becoming a team that you can get to know. They're yes. becoming a team that's not Vaughn Miller's here for half of a season and OBJ is here for a half of a season. They're a team that you're, you're going to know Puka Nakua for the next four or five years. Kyron Williams, same story. I mean, you're going to know these guys. You already know Cooper Cup and you know Matthew Stafford and you know Aaron Donald. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, Beto, one way I, I kind of monitor this stuff in my own unscientific way, when people start calling me for tickets. And let me tell you something. I've been yeah, getting a you lot start of winning, calls. You win, people call you for tickets. People are calling me going, dude, Thursday night against New Orleans, I got to be there. So it's becoming- How many of them are New Orleans people because your daughter goes to Tulane? No, no, no New Orleans people. All Rams okay. people. And by the way, by the way, interesting, great question as a matter of fact. You want to know why? Because these are all people that have never been to a Rams game before. And now they're seeing the Rams go from not supposed to be very good to at one point, I was talking about Sean McVay resigning at the end of this year. And now- People are catching a little bit of the fever of, you know what, this is a playoff team. Scott, what city do we live in? As soon as you start doing well, we go. Come on, that's nothing new. I went yesterday because the Rams were playing better. What fever? Because they've won a few games? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have that fever? I don't have that fever. What's wrong with you? In L.A., you you win, we want to go. If they win Thursday night, maybe the fever will, will... Pop up a little bit. Okay, well, what I'm trying it, to tell you guys is warm, lukewarm. people, people lukewarm. who've never gone to a Rams game are now calling me, going, "Can you get me tickets for Thursday night? Because it's exciting and I want to go." It's also a Thursday night football. That's a different draw. Well, I'll tell you right now, Rams, great job. I mean, really, really great job. That's a game that you're supposed to win and you got it done. Now you're seven and seven. Now yep. you're in the middle of the playoff race, and yep. now you've got a really, really exciting primetime game midweek Thursday. And if they lose Thursday, it's over. And then the fever's gone. Fever's gone. Fever's gone. Then They're you can get people that, that tickets. Cool you can get people tickets all day long. Well, I mean, listen, I, I should have called you the other day. I saw you were at the LA Bowl watching Gronk do the national anthem. I you want to talk a lot about of people that. that wanted to go to the LA Bowl. I want to talk about that. You didn't go, Cappy? I did not go. Boys Great, experience. State. Great experience at the George Holani was all over the place. I know. I Beto, I'm in holiday uh, party mode. Your kid goes to Boise State. I know. She wasn't back in town yet. Oh, okay. But I'm in holiday party mode, Beto. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't go to the LA Friday. Bowl. Except for Friday. You know, well, no, no, I'm in holiday party mode Friday too. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Oh. We'll do more. You know what? I want to get more of this oh. next. Two minutes away. Sit out with Cap. Seven Teddy ESPN. Mm. Mm. Quarter in front of five o'clock. I'd sit out with Cap Monday afternoon. Mm. Yeah. Today is National Crime Junkie Day. Producer Lindsay Baseball. <laughs> crime Junkie. She's yeah, a documentary I'm a junkie. junkie. But yeah, crime well, junkie. I'm a crime junkie for sure. And we lost it back in 2021. Happy birthday. You hear him singing right now, DMX. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Cappy's here. Better, I thought you were going to speak, Cappy. It is your show. You said I'm you dancing. want to talk more. Oh, I'm okay. dancing right now. You're, if you're watching the YouTube, you see. I mean, I, I felt the music. You were, can I tell you? You know, sometimes the beat gets to your feet, Chris. There's nothing I can do about it. You I understand? Understand? talk. It's my yes. show. Uh, Cappy, little QB transfer update. You want this one? I would love to hear it. UCLA transfer Dante Moore going mm-hmm. to Oregon. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He remember he was supposed to go there out of high school, chose UCLA, goes back to Oregon. I feel like there was another kid from the money. transfer portal that also was going to Oregon. I have to go check that out. But you know what, Beto, it's interesting you mentioned that just real quick. Mm-hmm. Because the story today about mm-hmm. Malachi Nelson. What I tell you? The, 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 what have I been was, telling you? The, right. This is the five-star quarterback mm-hmm. at a Los Alamitos high school yep. that, that originally was going to Oklahoma. Then when Lincoln Riley came to USC, he switched and went to USC. Mm-hmm. Then at one point, before he even went to USC, he almost went to Texas A&M because they were throwing money at him. Mm, not really, but yeah. Okay, well, at least he opened up his recruiting yes, he again. he opened it up. And then he goes to USC, and here's what happens. This is, this is what college football is. So for everybody tells me, I'm old school, you don't understand, you know, you, the NIL is a great thing, these kids should be getting paid, great. Here's what college football has become. NFL-style quarterback free agency every year love it so so if your love guy it. if you're if you thought malachi nelson was going to be the star of usc once usc says oh we're looking into the transfer portal we want competition yeah there was a kid on campus from kansas state over the weekend yeah then then it makes the kid who goes well, well hold on wait i was the five-star guy i was, was. the guy that showed Cappy, up was what do no, you no. do when you step on the field uh, when you step on campus what do you do what do you do you got to perform right Okay. If just because you're a five star doesn't mean anything, you come to campus and you're practicing against guys who are pro- potential NFL guys. Right. So did he not perform? I mean, he definitely he's gone had some, for a reason, right? He, he had physical problems. He definitely had a shoulder problem. Yeah, shoulder so problem. But he's gone for a reason. Yeah, probably. This would be my guess because all the high school hype. Who's a five star guy? Yep. Who's the number one quarterback in the yeah. country? Who's the ESPN top guy in mm-hmm. the top three hundred? It's all high school hype. Yes, and, and they so, get, and that gets them paid. Well, my guess would be that Lincoln Riley is probably like, oh, you want to transfer? Go ahead. As a matter of fact, I kind of want you to transfer. That's why I'm going into the portal. Exactly. Because I know it'll piss you off and you'll leave. Hey, Cappy. No, no, it's more of I need to win. That way Cappy and Sedano don't get on me every single day. And you don't give me the best opportunity to win to save my job. You know what I would do if I were that kid? What? I'd go to UCLA. Why? Why not? UCLA's not really paying. Yeah, I forgot about the paying part. The NIL. I was, thinking, I was thinking about the playing, not the paying. Forget the paying. Kepi, if your kid was a stud kicker 
And UCLA just got a new kicker who left Cal. Mm-hmm. He left Cal to go to UCLA. Right? If your kid was a stud, you would do the same exact thing. There's no way you would tell your kid to have any kind of loyalty. No, I I I agree with you. Um, if you're if they're going to bring somebody in that's going to take your job, you got to no. find some place to go to the, go do your the, job. The, but the days of let me compete and see what happens, you can't take that risk. Well, that's because why if I you got... go to spring football and you don't get the number one job, then you're stuck at a school where you're not going to play. That's why a guy like Malachi Nelson who's the number one high school quarterback, mm-hmm. who goes to USC, who has an expectation that as soon as as soon as soon Caleb Williams is done, I step in on the starter. When the coach says to him, no, that's not exactly the way it works. In fact, I'm going into the transfer portal because this kid from Kansas State is really interesting to me. Once that kid hears that, he is not the automatic job. It's not his automatically. That yeah. kid's gone. Yeah, Look, Gone. If Miller Boss had opportunities to leave, he'd be gone too. If Miller Moss could get a bag like Malachi's going to get, he would be gone too. So you started this off with Dante Moore, right, Cappy? Yep. Yeah. So you said you wanted to know who that other guy went, was. Dylan Gabriel of Oklahoma also went to Oregon. Yes. So both of them. So now Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma went to Oregon, and so did Dante Moore. They're going to have to fight it out. They no. are going to have to compete against each other. They're both there. Gabriel probably leaves. You want, yeah, one of them's going to leave. They both just signed. Right. Well, oh, maybe Gabriel, one of them sure bounces yeah, out. He's, oh. He is committed. Up to Oregon, and so is Dante Moore. Wow! So one be... of them might bounce out, but as of right now, he is a duck. And Dante Moore is a duck. How's it feel, Cappy? Corporate Gray just dump trucked you. He did sort no, of dump no, truck me. Talk. Like it was, it was sort of an information I mean, dump we're, truck. We're not, we're not also recruiting experts. We just know what's going well, on. Well, Cappy's not. That well, yeah. I mean, I mean, but Cappy, listen, why I, are you mad at the quarterbacks? Listen, I, I, it's not really that I'm mad at the quarterbacks. I'm just sort of mad at the whole thing. Like to me, you can't. You need to have some guys in your organ in your program that. That can grow with your program. No, that doesn't Not happen anymore. Not be a once-a-year thing. No, that doesn't happen. That happens in the Midwest at Iowa State like Brock Purdy did. Mm-hmm. If you're a five-star... Okay, like your boy down in Carlsbad, Julian Sayan. Mm-hmm. He's going to Alabama. Right. He better perform. And, he, and right, like that kid And to if me, he doesn't, he'll leave. Right, and I, to me, I think that kid could probably play at two or three different exactly. schools. Exactly. He has a choice of where he wants to go. There's a kid who just left Texas, Malik Murphy, who played at Gardena Serra. He wanted to stay there, but, you know... That Manning kid is there. Yeah, like, and the and the kid who's and the kid who's a starting quarterback for Texas exactly. coming back next year. Exactly. So he wants to play in the NFL. You got to go get the film. So he left. Yeah, and, but is he? But are they leaving because they're getting big money elsewhere? Or are they leaving for opportunity to play? That's my question. Both. You don't leave unless you're getting money. Okay. And is Malachi Nelson leaving because somebody's willing to pay him big money, or is he playing? Is he leaving because he's looking for an opportunity to play? Both. Is he concerned? Is Malachi Nelson concerned? He can't win the starting job at USC. Both. Okay. Well. Cappy, see, see, but quarterbacks what I'm get is, paid now. I know, but what I'm saying to you, Beto, is is that once you tell a five-star kid, you're our guy, and then the next year when Caleb Williams leaves and you go, I'm the guy, and the coach goes, yeah, not exactly. He goes, okay, then I'm out of here. Cappy, great example. Keaton Hauser was a quarterback at Michigan State this year. He went to St. John Bosco. He started seven games for them. Coach told them, we're going to go get somebody in the portal. That kid just signed with Eastern Carolina. Yeah, and like, same that's thing happened. The coach is telling you, hey, yeah. you were good this year, but I... I'm a new coach here. I got to win. Well, how about the kid at Ohio State? Just decides to leave from Ohio State and go to Syracuse. Yeah. He was the starting quarterback for Ohio State all year long. Because and Ohio what, State's going to go get somebody bigger. What's the kid's name? Uh, I think he went to Modern Day. He started his career at Clemson. Then he went to Oregon State. And oh, that's he, uh, DJ. And didn't he Longo just transfer Lele. also? He just transferred. Uh, yeah, he's Somewhere in, in the Big Ten, in like the, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, no, he's going somewhere, but he's also a grad student. Uh, really? So, yeah, he's a grad student. Oh, really? So that's why he gets another transfer. Yeah. Well, all I'm listen. I don't love it, okay? 
And I know I'm like now I'm in the minority now. I but mean, that's people, the business, man. I know it is, but I. But again, they're doing it in high schools, Cappy. If I'm Malachi Nelson, I just don't believe that he's leaving because somebody's willing to pay him huge okay, money. Okay, Cappy, Cappy. I Cappy, believe he's Cappy. leaving to learn because he wants to go play because he can't play at USC. Your kid, so you're Malachi's dad. Okay. There's no guarantee that he plays next year. Right. Or there's a guarantee you go somewhere else and you start and you play 12 yes, games. Right. Where are you going to keep your kid at? No, I'm going to I'm going to move, but I'm not then, moving. Then, wait, no, you're, no, you're going to move. No, then no, what but you're hold gonna... on, hold on. I'm not moving for money. I'm moving for playing time. That's what you just said, and that's my point. But if you move and you're going to get playing time, you're getting money. Okay, but what all I'm saying to you is, is that right now, whatever that kid made to go to USC, he doesn't think he can win the starting job, and he doesn't feel like the coaches are kissing his ass Cap, enough. Cappy, if you're not if you're not playing, the NIL money's less. Of course, that's what I'm saying. So you're leaving to go find opportunity, yeah. not purely just for money. It's all about money right now. Okay, man. well, I, I guess we'll find the out. Days when Malachi of all, it's a scholarship is enough is gone. Yeah, I guess we'll find out when Malachi Nelson goes wherever he goes. Um, you know, was it is it a big money school or is it a, an immediate starting opportunity? Uh, kind of if a you're a big time quarterback, the word on the streets are you're making above three hundred thousand. Oh yeah, I mean, and the big time guys that are moving, I was hearing more like no, seven figures. Yes, for the big like the elite elite guy, like okay Dante Moore kind of guys guys going to Oregon stuff like that go to you're nearing the millions but other guys who are just leaving from one school to another you're I would say the low 300s to start from what I've heard these are guys who are you know middle of the pack like a team that might be in the top 25 what but can Malachi Nelson get at UCLA nothing that UCLA doesn't offer zero much. zero zero no, just UCLA their NILs are not that good okay they don't and have then, the funding for it yet from what I've been go, told could you right could you go to could you go to uh UCLA play for a year make your money and get on to somewhere else what do you mean I mean okay you, you can transfer as many times as you want now no, can't you no you transfer once and yeah. then you transfer as a as a grad student I don't know, man. What what do you think about like the, there were a couple of quarterbacks at USC. One guy left and went to Georgia. Yeah. Then after Georgia, he went to West Virginia, and then after West that, Virginia, that was he went JT to Daniels because right. guys had uh, COVID years. Okay, and then because what was the you, other the guy? The COVID years that, that never existed. All what that he, all that's what, back to kind of normal. What about so the now other you're guy? You're allowed to transfer guy, once. What about the guy who transferred and he was up at uh, he went from USC uh-huh. to Pitt to BYU? What's his story? Clint uh, Keaton Slovis. I, I think he got uh, I think he got a medical red shirt. So mm. you can get a medical red shirt, and then you get you got the COVID year, and then if you're this is why these guys graduate high school when they're 19 years old. So when they go to college, they already have enough freshman credit, so they're technically close enough to being a college sophomore. That way, they can graduate college in three years, which is allows them to have another year of eligibility. You get five years to play four. Well, I'm glad we're having this conversation because that Malachi Nelson thing was definitely on my mind today. Um, coming back though, DeMarco well, I going, Hold on, hold on, Cap. Yeah, we got yeah. some other stuff since oh. you guys have been talking. Sorry about recruiting that. for Cappy, I got to go. I got Jim Hill at uh, Channel Two, baby. What do you mean you've got him? You got him what? I got to go do his hit. Oh, you're doing Channel Two this evening? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do a couple hits with him. So my first one's at five. Really? 15. What are you gonna What are you gonna be doing hits about? Uh, Lakers. Well, you know, I didn't know what kind of hits you were post, talking about. Post game Laker talk with Bethel Durant. Bong hits or something. See you guys. I gotta go. Been a pleasure. Thanks, Chris. Bye, Better. Corporate Greg. Go ahead. But better was going to do bong hits. So, bong so, hits. Yeah, he's like, I'm going, I'm going to do a hit with Jim Hill. I'm like, what are you going, going to do bong hits? Go ahead, Craig. No, I was just saying, Dylan Gabriel was another that guy that going up to Oregon. He went to a whole bunch of places. He was at UCF in 2019, then he went to Oklahoma, and now he's going to Oregon. So he's to your point, Cappy, that's five years to play for. It's not the COVID year thing. That's yeah. six years for the COVID. So that is a corporate great correction. Meanwhile, you know what's coming up? <laughs> Lakers, Knicks tonight. A corporate great correction. I like that, actually. I, I think that's going to be a bit. That's a great idea. Be sure to join us tonight for Lakers Live as we get ready for Lakers-Knicks. The 710 Funding Games Department is right now, right now. They're at Chick Hearn Court.
you can enter to win a D-Lo signed basketball. There's going to be the Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden. We know I love Anheuser-Busch products. I was uh, enjoying them all weekend long. You can meet the Laker girls and Lakers legends, a pop-a shot, half-court shot, and so much more. Join us tonight for Lakers Live, live right now. Go see Reagan and uh, our friends over there at Chick Hearn Court. Meanwhile, Cappy, you mentioned it. We got what you need to know with producer Lindsay Baseball and DeMarco Farr, and maybe more corporate-grade corrections. Because you're always wrong, sucker. Right. I'm always wrong. Right. Scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in two minutes on 710.